Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly ebay gets it so look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch stitch sole and logo is checked by experts with ebay authenticity guarantee you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach ensure your next purchase is the real deal visit ebay.com for terms an incredibly deep voice doesn't sell b2b and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell b2b either That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. With LinkedIn ads, you'll be able to target over 70 million decision makers all in one place. No deep voice required. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, everyone. I'm Rachel Zoe, and you're listening to Works For Us where we talk to people about what works for them in their relationships and, of course, what doesn't. So if you're a regular listener of the show or you follow me on Instagram or both, you know I have absolutely delicious, beautiful boys, totally unbiased, Skylar and Caius, who I love with my entire being, my entire soul, my entire heart. I love being a boy mom with everything I have, but... It's kind of a running joke with my friends that I seem obviously more like a girl mom. I think everybody assumed I'd be a girl mom. And as I've said before on this show, of course, I'd love to also have a daughter who shares my love of fashion and glamour so that we could play dress up every day. But being queen mommy to my boys has its own special perks. I wouldn't trade it for the world. And because last week was National Sons Day and my gratitude for being a boy mom is at the forefront of my mind kind of every day, I thought it would be cute to do a boy mom episode. My producer, Mary Elizabeth, will be joining us to ask questions. Mary says hi. Hi. Mary (laughs) says hi. (laughs) Yep, I'm here, the woman behind the curtain. (laughs) (laughs) She really is. If you guys watched like Regis and Kelly or now Kelly and Ryan, um, there's Gelman. She's my Gelman. I'm officially Gelman. She's officially And Gelman. I'm not mad about it. No. It's kind of like the dream. To my fellow moms out there, this episode is for you. I also want to say, Rach, before we jump in, I think we should also highlight that we are very generously giving Mr. Roger Berman a day off <laughs> because it is his birthday yes. this week. Yes. So we're doing this together to give him a little respite from the recording schedule. Mm -hmm. It's true. He actually, well, it's so funny because something we always say is like, on my birthday, like I would be like, babe, let's go here. Let's go there. And I was making all these plans like, oh, let's stay at the Bel Air for a night and like whatever. And he's like, wait, I'm going away with the boys to go see Eddie Vedder perform. But we're, we're already booked, but I'll see you on Saturday. I'm like, 
cool. That's like his dream. Yeah. But you guys did a nice dinner, right? We did. Tell everybody what you guys we did. We did a nice dinner. Well, um, I threw him like a really fun birthday dinner with like 25 people. Mo- like 85% boys and it was supposed to be all boys. And then the night before he's like, babe, I want to be with you. So it was like five girls. Cause I was like, I'm not going to be the only girl with like 16 guys. Sorry. That's, that's not, that's very your fun. nightmare. That actually <laughs> is my worst nightmare for sure. Um, and then last night, um, I gave him all his gifts and me and the boys took him to one of our local favorites, uh, the Draycott, one of Marissa Hermer's restaurants. Um, and it was perfect. And the best thing about the Draycott, for those of you that have children um, and can't figure out how to dine out with children like a civilized human being, it's on this great lawn where they can like, like run around. So you know, Caius eats for 4.4 seconds and then runs the rest of the night. And Skylar really likes to enjoy every last bit of his food. So that's um, good. So yeah. Well, that sounds like fun. So happy birthday to Roger. (laughs) Happy birthday. We love you. Okay. Boy moms, let's jump right in. Um, so being that I've been in your universe for quite some time now, I know nine years. (laughs) Do not age me. Thank you. Almost nine Uh, years. (laughs) I know that you get this question a lot in like press interviews and on social media, but I think it's an interesting story. So I want to talk about how you named the boys, Mm -hmm. Skylar and Caius, because Skylar, I think is a little bit more straightforward, but Mm -hmm. since Caius was the second, I think it's interesting that you share how and why and the inspiration behind Mm -hmm. naming the boys. So both boys have a pretty intricate story, but I will make it very short, but both of my children, I would say, had a, an entirely different name up until about, honestly, I think with Caius, up until he was actually born and in the universe. Do you remember them? What were the other front Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, um, and I still have my boy name list, which I generously pass on to my friends pregnant with boys. Because um, boy names are much more challenging, I think. Um, and with Skylar, they were both, there was some like Hudson, Hunter, Liam, Grant, London, um, Blake, uh, Dylan. Um, Dylan. I somehow remember Dylan. Dylan. There was a lot. There was, was there that was because really you were a, a 90210, Beverly Hills 90210 <laughs> fan? I mean, it was a lot of Bob Dylan. Uh, that makes sense. And also some Luke Perry thrown in there for sure. <laughs> I also thought it was like just such a cool name. I just felt like if your name was Dylan, you had to be like a good looking, cool guy. Um, But Skylar, funny enough, I remember sitting with Roger like days before he was born and looking at him and going, I'm not done with the name. And I think his name was like Dylan London was going to be his name. Rockstar. Yes. And then I said to him, you know, I've met a lot of Dylans lately. I feel like it's starting to feel a little you know, common. And I just feel like I'd want to name him something that doesn't end. And he was like, what does that mean? I was like, something that's like infinity. He's like, you can't name our child infinity. Um, And then I remember looking up, we were outside in our house and I looked up and I said, I love the name Sky. And at the time, for whatever reason, I really cared what people thought because every name we came up with got shot down um, for those of you out there naming kids, don't tell people because people will pass judgment that you don't even want. That's like super vulnerable, I feel like, it too. Is. Like you it open is. yourself up to like you do. a pool of opinions. It's that, true. Yeah. And then the worst part about it is that if you do choose that name, then you already know all the people that hate the name. Right. 
<laughs> it's true. And so, but what did happen was my great grandmother, I'm sorry, my great aunt who basically raised my mother and her sister, who I was so extremely close with, died, my Aunt Sylvia, when I was pregnant with Skye. So I immediately wanted to take the S from her name. I even went with thinking like Sylvan, you know? Oh, cool, yeah. Also very tragically, Roger's mother passed away. Um, and sh- her name was Marilyn. And, um, you know, in the Jewish tradition, when someone passes away, most often you do take... if it's not the name, you take something about the name or you take the letter, the first letter. So then that started to really stay with me, like the S and the M. And basically I thought of Sky and I said, I know I'll never get sick of it. It's such a beautiful word. It only means good things to me. And then I got deeper with it and I said, what about Skylar? And I started to dig around for it and it meant like a scholar. It meant a chosen person. It meant someone who was a natural born leader. Um, It meant all these wonderful things. But I knew as you really think of, especially with boys, you have to think of what the short version of the name will be because they get nicknamed the like nickname at age game. two. Right, yeah. And, um, and I knew whatever it was. So I knew Skylar would be Sky. And I thought if I just named him Sky, everyone would make fun of me. Like, oh my God, you're such like a hippie freak. And like, da-da-da. Like, you drank the LA Kool-Aid. <laughs> totally. And so, I, you know, in hindsight, I should have just done Sky because ultimately I've only ever called him Sky and he now goes by Sky. So- But that said, it only means good things. But what happened was, you know, when he was born, it's like, you know, that self-fulfilling thing where you become your name. When I looked at him in my hands, I literally said, you are Sky. His eyes, the minute he opened them, were the most piercing blue. And, you know, when they're born, you don't know if they're going to stay that color. But Skylar's really stayed that color. His, His are the color of the sky. And so... You know, everything about him is that name. And um, with Caius... Or, and the M for oh, Skylar yes. is for it, Marilyn. Yep, is after Marilyn and after my poppy, my grandfather, who was like my favorite human also, who happened to have been my great aunt Sylvia's brother. Right. And, so Skylar um, Morrison is yep, in tribute to those exactly. people. Exactly. And it was after Marilyn and after Murray, my, my grandfather. So it's a very powerful, meaningful name all around to Roger and I. It really meant a lot. And... You know, Morrison, of course, is after Jim Morrison and after Van Morrison, because Roger and I will always be classic rock kids. Love that. um, Forever. And then I just knew going into Caius's name, um, I had no idea what it would be. And I, again, have a list of 14 names that I still love so much. Um, But I knew that, again, I wanted it to be something that was very important to me, even way more than it was to Roger, that our boys had names that were not kind of overused common names. Right. And I think for me, that was mostly because names to me are so profound. They're so meaningful. And it's that, it's like a, it's like the biggest decision you make even before your child's born because it's forever. It's the, it's the name they bear forever, right? So to really think about it in all these different forms. And I knew that I wanted it to be something that was not only unique and different, but something that also meant forever and something that was also an earth element. And that was really important to me. And I just wanted the boys to be connected that way, even at birth. And Kai um, means... Uh, body of water, like a sea or an endless body of water. So I always loved Kai. Um, But I did know a few Kais. And um, 
and I really loved the meaning. But as again, I started digging and digging and digging, and I found the name Caius. And it was spelled with a C in kind of Greek and, and Roman history, but it was a very regal, very um, a very powerful name in Greece. And it's funny because everyone always asks me, like, what is Caius? What kind of name is that? And right. they always comment on it, except when I meet people with Greek heritage. They're like only really powerful, like royal people in Greece are Archaeus, and I'm like, wow, but it is spelled with a C. And I changed it to K because I knew that eventually people would nickname him Kai. And I knew if it was C-A-I, people would call him Sai. Right. And, or they would say Sia. So I did a K, so there was no margin for error. But it really actually, the meaning of Caius is someone who brings joy to anyone they meet. And talk about living his name. I mean, that child walks into a room and just people... Smile. He, he brings. Is. He brings He's a little sunshine. He's a little sunshine. Yes. So that was it all around. But very deeply meaningful. Also, things that don't end. You know, for the most part, and also um, very beautiful earth elements. Yeah. You know. So, what's the age difference between um, Skylar and Caius? Two years and nine months. So I, just under three years. Oh, that's right. And do you remember? Do you remember telling Skylar you were pregnant with Caius? And do, does did he react or was he too little? I do remember he did understand because Skylar was kind of born 40. Um, he was always so beyond um, his, his like emotionally very intelligent. And he did understand he loved rubbing my stomach. The one thing I really deeply remember, it was extremely hard for him when I got more pregnant. It was really hard that I couldn't carry him. That was the hardest thing for him throughout the whole thing, because towards the end, I, it was really hard for me. People like wouldn't to let me him carry him and, to pick right. him up, and that was really hard for him. And um, what I do remember so clearly is when I had Caius, and I came out of the delivery room to go into the kind of recovery, kind of whatever you call that, the normal room. Um, I remember being in that wheelchair, and I remember Caius walking, a Skylar walking up to me with Roger or with my sister, I think, I can't remember, but I remember him literally jumping onto the wheelchair and being like, can you carry me now? Can you hold me now? And he was lying in the bed with me. He wouldn't like leave my side because he was like, that was really hard for him. Um, but yeah, it was, um, he was excited, but I don't think he knew what it meant. I think it was right. like scary and exciting. Like, what do you mean there's going to be another person that's sharing you? Like, when is he going back to the and hospital? He, yeah, <laughs> and he, totally. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and he didn't really care as much the Roger of it all. It was like, what do you mean I'm sharing my mom? Right. Like, I don't, that right. was really confusing for him. That was the, that was the, yeah. yeah. Well, your kid going back, like, I remember Skylar as a toddler meeting him and he was wearing like skinny jeans, <laughs> a baby leather jacket, like ankle combat boots, boots yeah. and a fedora. Yes. How, how did you dress kids like that? I mean, I think it's like interesting to tell and share with people how you sort of created a baby signature style I mean for the boys when they were when they were so young it's funny because I have friends now with young kids and I see their kids dressed very much like my boys were and they're like 
you fully inspired me. And the fact that my kids did not have to wear like athletic clothes from birth or like, you know, and I think that, look, I think there was part of it. I didn't find it challenging. Weirdly. I think I, I did challenge myself to find a style for a boy because I felt that it was so unfair in the kids market that like, you could only have fun with baby clothes if you had girls. Right. And then if you had boys, it was like, it was like. Here's some gym shorts and a yeah. cotton t-shirt. Yeah. Or like at best, a sweater and like a trouser. Maybe, maybe. Right. Like a corduroy or something. And I was like, this is unjust. It doesn't, this doesn't make sense. And I think like being in California, I was like, they just, you can get away with more here, I think. Totally. And. I think the challenge for me was trying to find their style and maintain comfort and a bit of pragmatic because you are up to a certain point, you're changing them. Right. And, you know, I remember very distinctly putting them, putting Skylar in like this beautiful, like bon point outfit and him just like going poo. And I just remember it was like on my way to like polo. I remember because everybody had to wear white. And I was like, oh my cool, gosh, cool. This is like, a this stylist's is worst nightmare. Yeah. And I was like, and I, you know, so I think for me, I, I think, look, on the one hand, it was really easy because styling is like how I breathe. Right. Sure. So, so I definitely had an, an advantage there, but I would say that there was certain moments where Roger goes, you are aware that we have sons, right? Like you are aware that we live in the United States. We're not in France in the countryside. We're not about to get on a horse in the English in the English countryside. Exactly. Our boys they don't did. ride horses. You know what I mean? Like they he did was look really... like they should be like walking down the Champs-Élysées. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And but here was the thing. I think for me, look, spending so much of my life, fashion life in Paris, in London, in Italy, and really seeing how kids dress there, I think going into motherhood, there was a real determination that my kids were dressing like they were in Europe, 100%. Right. I was not letting that slide. And the truth is, like, Skylar was, like, feeling He loved it. And I think the challenge sometimes was anything with structure. The hats, I was so lucky that both of them kept them on. That was the biggest thing I got asked mothers all the time. How do you keep their hats on? Because boys typically just will, like... Well, fly it off. I mean, they do, though. They wear and like and wear it, like... Proudly. Like, like on the back, like on the crown of their hat. I mean, they really like work and wear the hats. It's incredible. So many, I have so many videos of them like running down a hill holding their holding hat. The, it's just too much. You know? I can't. It's so funny. Do you think now that the boys are a little bit older, do you think that they're starting to develop like their own personal style? Skylar, yes, for sure. What is it like? Like, what is he into? I've said it before and I'll say it again and again. Quality is everything to me. I can always tell when something meets my standards, and when I received my furniture from Article, I knew right away that it did. The dining room chairs I ordered, which I'm actually using as stylish conference room chairs now, are all at once sophisticated, glamorous, and of course, chic. That basically means they check all of my boxes, and I can tell that they are built to last. Article is the absolute easiest way to make your space look beautiful. They are a direct-to-consumer company that combines the curation of a boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of shopping online. 
An article's team of designers focuses on crafting exquisite, well-made pieces by combining quality materials with durable construction. Article features a wide variety of design aesthetics like mid-century Scandinavian, industrial, and bohemian. And by cutting out the middleman, between you and your furniture, Article offers extremely fair prices that can save you up to 30% off traditional retail prices. And if that doesn't convince you to check out Article, their fast, affordable shipping across Canada and the USA will. So try Article today. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Go to article.com slash Zoe, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash Zoe to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Look, I, it's funny. I think there's a real struggle. Like, I think... I made a deal with Sky. You know, he recently switched to a school with uniform, which I think is the most beautiful thing ever. And I think it should be like, I think all schools should have uniforms. And I believe that because I think it makes all children equal in that sense. And sure, I think yeah. there's so much labels and competition and socioeconomic divides between what kids, some kids can have and what they can't. And I sure, think yeah. it's, so forgetting all the politics of uniform, I think that I believe in strongly. Um, I think that, Parents should let kids dress how they want to dress on weekends in their free time if they are in a uniform school, or at least if they are in a uniform, have the freedom to style it the way they want as long as it's to code of what the school will will allow. But Skylar, I would say, is more opinionated in general. You know, he just Always is. has been. Yeah. Always has been. But in a lot of ways, he's also much easier. Um it, over the last few years. Like it, it's, it's funny. Um, but he definitely, Skylar, like, like he'll take a moment and he'll, I think now he's not fighting me as much on nice clothes because he gets so much positive feedback. And, you know, they had picture day the other day and it was hugely dramatic because they were in a new school and, He's like, Mom, I don't want to wear nice clothes. I know all the kids are going to be in sports clothes. And da, da 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 And he got to school and they opened the door and the woman that opened the door to let him out was like, wow, do you look handsome? And like, Aww. da 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 So immediately it like, it was like changed so, him. So wait, I think that's a pro tip for everyone. It's a takeaway. Yes. To get your kid... To talk your child out of wearing something you find ugly. Yes, yes. You have to give them that positive affirmation when they're in something that they feel good about wearing and you feel good about them wearing. Yes, yes. And I think I think it's this too. I think that if you don't have anything ugly in the closet that you hate, then you're good. Because if they start to go and dress themselves... The combination may be wrong, but you're not going to be like, I loathe that shirt. Right. Like, you know what I mean? But I think I think there really is something that I admittedly need to get better at, which is I probably need to have Skylar like start picking his own clothes. And I mean, he's 10, but I think part of it is I do it for time. Yeah. Because I just have to get everything ready and whatever. Otherwise, we'll be here forever and late for everything. Right. And I think they secretly like that. But I also think for an independence thing, I probably should at some point be like, here's your closet. Pick what you want to wear, you know? A hundred percent. And know that the outcome is not going to be something that I like. Yeah. And be okay with it. 
Right. And to be totally fair, I mean, it's it's obviously the personality of the child too, right? It's yes. like your sons were born into this sort of like fashion mecca world, yes. whatever. We all know so many moms fighting out there to get their kids to get out of their pajamas totally. to go somewhere. Totally. And it's like, I get it. Throw your hands up and like, fine. Wear that Elsa nightgown to CBS with me. It, it's true. You have other bones to pick. It's true. That day. And that's the thing. It's like, pick your battles. I pick will say, Caius, when I say doesn't care, if I put him in a purple fur, like top and pant, he wouldn't notice. He wouldn't, unless he got like overheated. Sure. He He wouldn't even look in the mirror and notice that he was wearing that. Couldn't care less. That's so funny. But he's also seven. So like, right. I don't know. Maybe in a year that'll change. He's busy too. He's got things to do he that Couldn't one. care less. But I will say this. Mom's comfort is the most important thing with boys clothes. Because Roger. Yeah. Both of my children. If it itches even the tiniest bit, it won't make it past their shoulders. Yeah. Will not. It's off. Or their ankles. They will not pull on a pair of pants that is not soft. They will not put on a shirt that is not soft. So just pick things you like that can move with your children that look good. That's it. That's the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> it's Yeah. And it is a challenge. And it is sure. a challenge. <laughs> it is a challenge. Um, you put on Instagram recently a video of, I think it was Mother's Day. Maybe it was your birthday a few years ago. And the boys, everyone was in bathrobes. You could tell it was like early in the morning. And the boys led you out a door. That was Mother's Day 2018. 18. And they surprised you with a rose garden, which is like the sweetest, It's like one of the best days thing. of my life. I cried. Is that like the sweetest thing? Like, like what... There's some of like the sweetest moments mm-hmm. for you being a boy mom. Like mm-hmm. not even just like, oh, they surprised me. No, with flowers, but it's like, actually the little things to be honest. Right. It, like what are some of those things for you that just make you go like, oh, thank God I'm a boy. Like, you know, it's funny because my friends who have girls and obviously, listen, I'm not shy about it. Like I would, I mean, my friends with little girls that are like, you know, between like one and three, I mean, I I, I try to just keep them, you know, I do. And I, I desperately would, I would live for one, honestly. Like I'm hoping Mary has a girl so I can just take her. Because um, I will. She's mine. Um, <laughs> honestly, careful what you wish for. I know. I know. I know. That's what my friends say. I'm gonna hit, someone's going to hit the terrible twos and they're going to Auntie Rachel's I don't think it's the twos we have to worry about. My friends with teenage girls right now are begging me to keep them. That's the worst, um, for sure. So I would say this. My boys are... They are really spectacular little people. And I, and listen, don't get me wrong. No child is perfect. No adult is perfect. None of us are perfect. But I would say that the Rose Garden, not only was that one of the most magical things they've ever done, but that Rose Garden moved with us to our next house. And just this morning, I took a video because those roses are still going so strong three years later. They are the most magical, beautiful roses. And I swear to God, they're just like, I get emotional every time I look at them. But um, I would say for me, it's actually the little things where there isn't a day that passes where either or both of my boys don't say, mommy, you're the prettiest person I know. You're you're, You're our queen, but you're princess mommy. And especially Caius is like, He's like this little Romeo and he, you know, every time I go to get dressed to like go to something, he'll be like, mommy, you don't need a beautiful dress. You're 
already the most beautiful person in the world. He and that's what I'll say to me. Casanova. He is. And he doesn't. The funniest thing about Caius is he's been doing that since he was like five. And he, so he really doesn't know the impact of what he's saying. He's really speaking. And he looks at me with these eyes like, and when I send them off to school, he grabs my chin you know, like you're watching this like medieval romance and he grabs my chin and he goes, I just love you so much, mommy. He's like Shakespeare. No, he is. <laughs> He's very Shakespearean with <laughs> yes. that hair. He's like part Harry Styles. It's like rom-com meets yes. like classic romance. Who's like the guy in those romance novels, you know, with the hair, the long hair, the guy that like... Wait, it's Fabio? More- yes. <laughs> Well, if he was blonde, I guess if Caius was born blonde. It's very funny. And I will say, look, since the pandemic, like we, me and the boys really had this like constant marathon of these romantic like fairy tale movies because I made them watch them with me because I was like, come on, I don't have girls. Can you guys just watch these? And I really think Caius drew so much of the romance from some of these like, you know, um, from Maleficent and, right, yeah. you know, just the prince. And he loves it. He really does. He loves playing the role of the prince. And so... Um, and since you're such a Bridgerton freak, that's uh, like right up your... That's like your love language. 100%. <laughs> I love it. I'm a romantic. And Skylar, what's so interesting about Skylar is that... And, and Mary, you know this. When he says something, he means it so deeply. Like you work harder for Sky. And so, you know, like he'll say something to be and he'll be like, you know, Skylar is like also my best friend. And he's at this point now where like he'll come in and I'm doing my hair and I'll be like, Sky, do you see any parts of the back of my hair that are still straight? He'll be like, yeah, mom, here's one. And he'll pull it out. And like during the pandemic, I actually had him take the color brush to do my roots with me. Oh my God. He actually did it. He painted the back of my hair. He's like, wait, mom, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I know you can do this. He'll zip up my dress. He'll tell me, Skylar will come in my closet and he'll be like, mom, can I go play um, Minecraft with Nathan for 30 minutes? I'm like, yeah, but which dress? He'll be like, oh, definitely that one, mom. Like he will, I trust his taste so much. And Skylar, even more than Kais, because Kais was so young, really grew up on set and in the showrooms with me. Right. And so I think he really gets it. And so he'll be like, well, mom, I like this color better on you, but this one is definitely more like, you know, it's like, it's like you walk in and you're like, wow. I'm like, got it. So like, you know, he gets me. (laughs) Right. He totally gets me. So I think Skylar, like funny enough, I think he'll say to me like, mom, do you want to like, watch this because I know that if like you had a daughter, you would do like, he literally, sometimes I feel like they will, you know, because they know I'm outnumbered, yeah. you know, and they want to go do like a boy thing with Roger. And I think they'll be like, well, mom, do you want to like do this? Cause so that you don't feel like you're alone or do you want us to like walk around here with you? So I feel like they're the, aware, they're of, aware yeah. and they're so sweet about it like I think there I think there's moments where they do things where they're like I feel like mom like needs to do this you know right and it's very 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 sweet they, they can tap things. into that and there isn't a time they go for a walk where they don't bring a flower back for me oh my god these for kids real. these kids so I think you know they do things like that and and they you know they just they they just love on me really hard and they say things 
that make my whole universe that they don't realize by saying it, they're sure. doing that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I want to transition that into something you and I have like giggled over. Well, I've giggled. <laughs> You've scorned. Um, when the boys eventually meet oh. the loves of their life. Oh, my God. Kaius already already has. I think that, yeah. I mean, (laughs) Kaius is engaged. To go back to the Romeo. To go back to Romeo. He's spoken for. But you and I have talked about that. like, And I think that is a real thing for a a lot of mothers. It is. Of, you know, the dad letting go of a daughter when she gets married. That's a thing. But I feel like that's a little bit more talked about. There's movies like Father of the Bride. Like it's a more culturally talked about thing. And I feel like mothers monsters-in-law sort of get a bad rap. I was going to say, wasn't there like a J-Lo movie about that with Jane Fonda? And it was like she was monster-in-law and it was all those things. But how do you sort of see that playing out? Like, you're such a generous, kind person and you're never going to like monster-in-law anyone. But like, do you envision that being something that is hard for you? Or <laughs> well, okay. whether it's like, if whether they bring home a girlfriend, a boyfriend, you know, whatever the boys decide, yep. like... So this is super interesting. Um, in the two-second version of it, <laughs> going back to Caius being a Romeo. So Caius is a Capricorn. He does not hide his feelings. He is hypersensitive and extremely romantic. I didn't realize that the romantic thing would actually take form at the age of six when six months into the pandemic, he ran across a field and took a diamond ring from my jewelry box, a tiny, tiny diamond ring, and gave it to Miss Ella um, age six also. They have been best friends since the first year of preschool. And she was by far and away my favorite girl since the first day of preschool where she and I were so deeply connected. We had our own relationship and like, right, right. we really had our own relationship and I would like buy her things and she would like run to me and give me this big hug every time I walked into the room and like sit on my lap during story time. And like, so we really had our own relationship, but they ended up modeling in my Janie and Jack ads together. Um, but Caius did propose to her and when I remember him telling me because it was around Valentine's day, but it was during the pandemic. And he said to me, mommy, I have something to tell you. I'm like what? He goes, I'm going to ask Ella to be my girlfriend and my Valentine. And I said, well, I can't imagine a better choice. And he said to me, I knew you'd be really happy mommy because you already love her. And I said, I do already so love her. Is yes, is set up. Set up. He knows That's whoever it. this person's going to be. I mean. He knows to get the blessing first. He did. And he proposed. He gave her a kiss on the cheek. He um, tried to pick her up and take her over the threshold. He couldn't lift her. And it was awkward. So he said, okay, you want to play tag instead? And she was like, sure. And they ran around oh the my field. God. But I, I literally hope and pray, I swear to God, every day since they were babies, that whoever steals their heart is someone good that's all I care about and deserves them and and takes care like in and you don't realize that until you are a parent right and I never understood why my dad and I like when I postponed my wedding to Roger which is a whole nother story but when I did that it was like the only fight my dad and I ever got in because he was so upset because he loved Roger and I never understood how deeply it matters to the parents who they're handing their children to. Sure. And the, and like 
when your parents walk you down that aisle, and I know it's so old school and traditional, but when they do, they really are handing you to that person. It's true. And it is this profound thing. And I think as a parent, until you're a parent, you don't realize how how much that decision matters. Right. So yes, I do dread that if there is a girl, but I will say this and I will say this on my podcast. So hear me now. Listen up. Everyone says to me when they found out I was having another boy, the first thing they say, who is getting your archives? (laughs) Who is getting your collection of clothes, jewelry, bags, shoes? And the truth is, I don't know. And their first reaction is, because my niece, quite frankly, doesn't care about it. Sure. And um, she says she does, but she doesn't. And um, so everyone says, oh, well, your, your boys' wives will get it. And my response to that is, those bitches will get nothing, <laughs> nothing. Over my dead body. Yes, unless, unless they are golden. Right. And the minute and if they break their hearts, they lose everything. Yeah. So it is theirs and only theirs while they are with my There's a, restri- <laughs> a very strict return policy. 100%. But between the two of them, who's going to bring home the girl or boy that you're like, mm, who's going to test you? Which one's going to test you? I think I know. You know, you think it's Skylar. I think it's Kaya. See? See? There's been a role reversal between these children. I I think Sky is going to like always want to like people please and have somebody sweet and kind. I agree. And I think Kaya is going to be a little hard on his sleeve, handsome, wild, intelligent man. Yep. And he's going to throw you some real zingers at like Thanksgiving dinner. I agree. I totally agree. I'm going to be there for it and die laughing. I agree. (laughs) When you call everyone to be like, you would not believe who came to Thanksgiving dinner. Well, guess what, Mary? When I'm gone, I'm leaving it in your hands. Oh, God. Don't even go there with me. Don't even go there with me. Um, Okay, a few other quick things. You're raising a family in LA Mm -hmm. that has its own sort of built-in concerns, Mm -hmm. advantages, but also concerns. Yep. Do you have an inkling that one or both of the boys will end up in some way in the entertainment industry. And does that scare you or does that excite you? There's an element of both. Autumn is one of my absolute favorite seasons, mostly because it has some of my family's favorite holidays, of course. Thanksgiving, baking, and Halloween costume ideas always end up boosting my boys' desire to try new things and get very creative. And since we've been using KiwiCo, their creativity has been honestly off the charts. I have to tell you that during the pandemic, KiwiCo actually was an absolute game changer for my children and for me because it was actually like a built-in science class. The boys had the absolute best time. I loved how much I could pick sort of the age, the theme. I could customize kind of like for my kids because they're they're different. They love a lot of the same things, but then when it comes to doing kind of certain projects, um, they, they really vary. And I am so unbelievably impressed with KiwiCo and how it's so incredibly organized and the kids just absolutely were obsessed with it and continue to be. KiwiCo fosters that natural creative thinking and channels it into a really fun experience that your kids will absolutely love. Mine really 
connected at two very different ages. Discover hands-on science and art projects you can get delivered right to your door with KiwiCo. Truly, this company literally delivers creative experiences that nurture my kids' growth and are fun for the entire family. I've even enjoyed participating in so many of the projects. My boys are so in love with the science and robotics projects like the hydraulic claw and the astronaut starter kit, but one of my personal favorites has been the design your own mask kit, of course. I think kids have adjusted so well to wearing masks during the COVID times, but that doesn't mean it's fun for them. This kit made it so much fun and creative. It included designs for them to use, little speech bubbles that they can put on their mask, and fabric markers to make it all happen. If you've been struggling to separate your child from their iPad, KiwiCo will give them something fun, engaging, and educational to look forward to every month. Your child can get super cool hands-on science, art, and geography projects, and I'm telling Telling you that the day KiwiCo box arrives will quickly become their favorite day of the month. You'll be surprised at how high quality the materials are also. These are real engineering, science, and art projects for children. As a parent, it can be hard to find creative ways to keep your children busy and challenged. I know it's been for me, especially over the last year. KiwiCo does the legwork for you so you can spend quality time tackling projects together. There's something for kids of all ages and there's no commitment so you can pause or cancel any time. So scare up some fun this Halloween with KiwiCo. Redefine learning with play. Explore hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code ZOE at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com, promo code ZOE, Z-O-E. You know, my kids, like without us putting them there, and you've watched it since birth, they have no fear in terms of performing in front of 200 people they've never met. They, and I did. I mean, I got offered the lead roles that I turned down and said, "Put make me the tree. Right. You know, put me in the tree costume in the back. I'm right. terrified, no way. And so part of me has such admiration and respect for their confidence. And I hope they never lose that because I do think confidence is something, not arrogance, but a healthy confidence, I think really can take you far in this life, not just in entertainment, but in business. And I think an ability to get in front of people fearlessly is a real gift. And I hope that they don't, I hope they don't lose it. Right. You know, I really, I really, I really hope they don't. Well, Roger, I feel like more likely, Roger was definitely probably a more introverted, shy child teenager, but now he's so- Can get in front of anyone. I mean, every dinner we do, Roger's clinking the glass, standing up, mostly with PowerPoints. Yep, mostly with PowerPoints. To support his speech. Um, So I think if the boys are around a role model like that and somebody like Roger who is secure in his abilities and- I mean, has a lot to say. Skylar, we all know. Skylar gets up in front of, I mean, he just got up in front of like 80 adults at my birthday and spoke. Like, I mean, he doesn't. So I, I And think, how about Caius doing a stand-up routine at your birthday? I know. So the answer is, this is what I hope, okay? And it was interesting because it was actually, and I bet he would say this 
openly. But Patrick Schwarzenegger is actually this very, not that I am any Arnold Schwarzenegger because we are nobody with nobody, but like, I guess what I'm saying is like, Patrick Schwarzenegger, who I happen to be friendly with, who's this extraordinary human being. Um, he's the son. He's of the Patrick son and of Maria. yes. yes. Um, he's the son of Arnold and, and uh, Maria. Sorry, yes, Arnold and Maria. Schreiber, um, yes. But he's also a very successful entrepreneur, right? Yes, and he also is an actor, I believe, and comes from an entertainment family or people that are in front. But what I'll say is. It was very important to his parents that he was fully educated and went to college and learned business. And I think for me and for Roger, because we do talk about it, I want my kids to follow their dreams. I want them to do whatever it is they want to do and makes them happy. And the most important thing to me is that they make a career out of something they love because the passion, the success, passion will drive success, yeah. right? But I do believe as a parent, I have to set them up with the tools um, and, and the, 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 what basically set them up for success in what they need in life. And I do strongly believe now more than ever, you have to be educated and you have to understand how a business works in yes. order to go through this life. Because it, it's not that you have to, but I want to give them the tools to understand how to make a business out of a passion. And that's very important to me because, I I didn't study fashion, but my only my only regret, you know, I did have the gift of of majoring in psychology and sociology, and that's been very very beneficial. But business I've learned through experience. But I would have just died to like really learn business, and you can go back to school. But honestly, once you're living your busy adult life, it's very challenging to do that. That's challenging for but sure. I, but yeah. I would do that. So the answer is, I'm. I would bless them in the entertainment world. I just don't want them to get in trouble at a young age. I right. just don't want them to get lost in the web of right. young Hollywood because that's I, a scary web. And I think it's important. My mom used to always say, like, you are the company you keep. Yes. And I feel like raising kids in big cities like LA, yep. New York, Chicago, Atlanta, yep. Dallas, wherever you are, that's so true because keeping your kids active and busy in sports or extracurricular stuff or, you know, keeping them in a friend group that is like-minded, well, uh, well-mannered, like yep. your children does a lot of the legwork for you, yep. I think. Yep. And like keeping them in safe communities, 100%. That are, you know, no bullies, no uplifting kids. No. And, and that's yeah. what you hope. You hope if you parent really hard and closely um, and, and you keep your children surrounded by good people that they won't get lost in that web. Right. Yeah. Okay, describe Caius in only three words. Oh my God. He is indescribable. <laughs> that's one. Oh, that's three. Oh, that's it. He is <laughs> indescribable. I love that. Um, You're like doing your own Webby Awards. I, I'm that. literally doing my own Webby Awards. Yes. Um, okay, now describe Skylar in three words. God. <laughs> She's counting. Um, heart. Soul. Yep. Empathetic. Yeah. He is all of those things. Yeah. And 10 years old. <laughs> By the yes. way. By the way. Yes. And it's, I know a lot of 35 year olds. I couldn't say I that mean, about. it's yeah. so funny. I probably would have used those same words at age two or three, which is so funny. Old soul. But he has, I would say at 10, Roger and I just keep marveling at like this. You really realize when your kids become 10 that they're these like, they're people. 
and you talk to them in this way that all of a sudden they can rationalize they can really rationalize what you're saying. It's a different thing. When you're talking to a seven-year-old, they understand, but they still might take that information, do what they want. This benefits me more. Right. But at 10 is I think when they decide, you know, this really helps my mom if I do this. Right. So let me just do this right now. Something else like clicks in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a whole otherworldly. And I would say that's the other thing about Caius. I would say he's otherworldly. He is. Yeah. He's otherworldly. He's like this. <laughs> he's our little E.T. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he he's like, he's like this heart. He's like a brilliant heart and also like out <laughs> there, like just in another, he's like otherworldly. Yeah. I mean, his nickname is also Smush. So yes. I think that, I think yes. everyone knows what we, yeah. What we mean when we say smush. He's a smush. He's a lover. He's just the best. Well, obviously you are like boy mom goals. (laughs) Still trying to navigate the sports part of it. Oh my God. That's a whole other episode actually. That's just sports. Um, What is your greatest wish for your boys in their life? My greatest wish for my boys, I do think about it all the time. I only dream, honestly, that they live the happiest, healthiest. Because you really only, as a parent, you only care that your children are healthy, especially in a lot of the work I do and what I see. You have a, 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 da- a daily appreciation and gratitude for health and well being of children. Um, happy, and that they live that they do end up with a partner in life, whoever and whatever that partner is, that is so good, that they that they really like Roger and I, that they find their soulmate, you know, that they really genuinely find their soulmate. Yeah, I'm gonna like get verklempt because <laughs> I, I, you know, I've been around you and Roger for so long, you have this podcast together. You were with me before Caius wrote, was born and, right. and when Sky, Skylar turned two. That's right. But I heard, I read on your Instagram post with, about Roger's birthday the other night. I've never heard you say this, or maybe I've, it's never hit me in the way. You called Roger your safest person. Yes. And that's incredible. And I think that's what you're saying. You want your children to find that, that one person who is their home safe person. A hundred percent. And that, by the way, I do want to explain that by your safest person, and I would say that my safest people are my sister and Roger. Totally. Third to that is you, Mary. <laughs> and you know that. Do not do not let Mimi, your mother, Leslie, know that I made it before her. Good she Lord. knows. Though. It's different. My, your parents are always your safest people, of but course. it's different. It's different. It's different. That's a given because you need the people that you can talk about your parents to, too. <laughs> exactly. Do you know what I mean? And not exactly. in a bad way, but like, you know, but, you know, I went through my whole life with my sister being that person, right? And then Roger became my absolute safest person. And I know that with my children, they're, they are each other's safest person. But you hope that when that transfers from a sibling or a parent, that that person that they choose to spend the rest of their life with in whatever capacity, whoever they are, boy, girl, it doesn't matter, that that person is really true and true, their safest. And that does not mean that you don't want to hit them with a frying pan 
all the time. It doesn't mean you don't fight. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean it's the perfect relationship. It just means that you are 100,000% yourself with that person and it's the person that your guard is down, that you are you, that you they can see you cry, they can see you weak. You can fall on them for literally every moment that you go through in your life. That's your safest person. 100%. And that's what you hope, I think, as a parent, that your kids really find that safest person. True. It's very Truth. true. Well, thanks for letting me interview you today. Oh, Em, I feel <laughs> like you interview me almost every day, whether it's on a podcast, <laughs> on Instagram, just sitting next to me, just, you know, drinking our Starbucks. I have a lot know. of questions. Um, but thank you. Thanks, Mary Elizabeth. You're welcome. Runyon. Thanks, Mary Elizabeth. And by the way, you may hear my children refer to somebody on this podcast or on my Instagram as Emmy. And that is um, short for Mary Elizabeth, who just interviewed me today. Um, you should also know a fun fact that she's always sitting next to me when, when you hear a podcast. She's also here. Um, okay. So if you liked what you've heard so far, please make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts. And please give us an amazing rating and review and please keep listening. We love how much you love our podcast. And check us out on our Instagram at, at works.for.us. Listeners, we have a Works For Us phone line and we're waiting for your call. You can leave us a message with your very own relationship stories and we're planning to share our favorites on the podcast. You can also ask us for relationship advice, although I can't stress enough that we are not experts, but we'll still take your questions. So, if you want to share your story or ask us a question, give us a call at 657-549-2251. That's 657-549-2251. You can also find all of our contact info on our Instagram at works.for.us. As always, I want to leave you with a little highlight and low light from the week. I would say a highlight is it was Roger's birthday. And he was incredibly happy because he, Roger really, I know it seems like he does because he's always like stealing the mic and talking over people and talking too much, but he actually doesn't crave attention. He doesn't need a birthday party. He doesn't, he, he really doesn't. It could just roll. Like if I said, Hey, we're going out for dinner and I'm giving you a night at a hotel with your wife. Like that's the, his dream birthday. Um, but this year I threw a birthday for him with all his guy friends, me and a few other girls at the very last minute to make it obviously more fun. Um, and he had the best time. And I think for anybody feeling love in a room, I think is always nice. And a lot of his friends got up and spoke about him, which was totally like not planned. And I think it felt good for him. Um, so, and then we took him out, we showered him with gifts, also gave him two nights at a hotel, um, with his wife or with kids, I told him he can pick. Um, so that was a highlight. I think a low light, um, a low light for me is that I'm really averaging three hours of sleep a night these days. And that in our new schedule, which I've spoken about before, I really think guys that, um, daylight savings time, I think I've talked about this before, but I do think we should make it illegal. Um, I think for parents and especially working parents, any parent, I just think, it's just really hard. And I don't require a lot of sleep. I've run on very little sleep in my life. 
but I'm really feeling the pain much more right now. Not to complain, I'm very grateful. But um, any of the moms out there, any parents, anyone who's just really blatantly exhausted, I just think us women in general, with or without children, I just think we all do too much and we're really hard on ourselves. And I think sleep is the first thing that we give up. So I think one of my, and I don't believe in New Year's resolutions, but I do think one of my goals for 2022 will be trying to get like six hours of sleep a night. Because I think six to me would be like eight or nine. And I'd probably look better and feel better. So <laughs> so that's my low light, lack of sleep. And I'm really tired. So on that note, everyone have an awesome week. Get some well-deserved rest. All you people who don't have children yet, sleep an extra couple hours for me um, and have a great week. And I will speak to you next week on Works For Us. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.